There's a heartbeat in the corner. Yeah, the fuck are you talking about? You lost your goddamn mind. Okay. I'm so confused right now. But luckily, Great it's thing. time for. You're traveling you to another dimension. Heartbeat. A dimension not only of sight and sound, heartbeat. but of mind. That's a signpost up ahead. Your next stop. Leave the screen on then. Ordering in Wonderland. The Twilight Zone review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Twilight Zone review, episode 110. I wish to send a telegram. Did you forget how this works? No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just want to do it this week. I'm Phoenix West. I am Frank Links. What's up? Today we watched The Gift, episode 332. Your cam is frozen. That's why I just assumed you weren't doing it. Oh, well, that's, uh, that's good. Yep. It's not. Is it still frozen? Um. Yeah. Fuck it. Who cares? I Comcast can't get here fast enough tomorrow. I I swear they can't. They can't. It's only during this show. Have you noticed that? It's only during the Twilight Zone review. It it behaves like a gentleman during the podcast. Podcast. Right up to the end there, actually. I didn't notice no, anything. No, actually, as well during the podcast podcast. Like, your mic got real, like, I could barely hear what you were saying, although I could make out what you were saying. So I was like, all right, it's about to take a, a, a giant deuce on me again. And then it cleared up. And I was like, eh, maybe I dodged a bullet. But no. We stopped recording, and it was like a minute after that, gone. And I'm like, you know what? Every hour on the hour, this thing just wants to cut out. But then... You know, I rebooted the, the freaking modem again. I turned off the, you know, everything again. Turned it back on. Did you unplug it? Yes, I did. And uh, uh, am I back? Is it back up yet? Oh, no, it's not back at all. What? The little image is frozen on a picture of both of us, and the big image is just you frozen, like, staring off to the side. It's it's, it's all right. We're, we're going to ignore it. Uh, Do you want to play the uh, intro? Sure. <laughs> to the gift. I'm a golfer. I wish to send a telegram. Telegram hey, now? But this is after hours. What's the matter with you, Sanchez? Please. Do you know what? Do you know what time it is? I close at four o'clock. For twenty-three years, I close at four o'clock because you are a policeman. You think you got the privilege to? Oh, I will send a telegram. It will explain. Can you tell it to me? I will tell it to you. Can I will send, send it. it? Send it as I tell it. To the Prefect of Police, State Capital. Prefect of Police? Send it, Rodolfo. Send it. Don't censor it. Unidentified aircraft or something. <laughs> Crushed into the hills, north of our village, late last night. Object is metal and circular. Officer Hermano Salvador and myself investigated this scene. 
of the crash. Found evidence of footprints and broken brush. Salvador followed same. I heard several shots. Found body of Officer Salvador. Say that I followed the figure of the monster in the darkness. I fired several shots. I believe I wounded whoever it... Whatever it was. The place is Mexico, just across the Texas border. A mountain village held back in time by its remoteness and suddenly intruded upon by the 20th century. And this is Pedro, nine years old. A lonely, rootless little boy who will soon make the acquaintance of a traveler from a distant place. Only 50. We are at present 40 miles from the Rio Grande. But any place and all places can be the Twilight Zone. Somebody killed Officer Salvador. Possibly a UFO or something else. Or something like that. Or something, yeah. Or whatever, you know. Use your imagination. So, this episode was almost a pilot. Uh, yeah. Um, thank God it wasn't, because we wouldn't be doing this podcast, because they wouldn't have picked them. Nope. <laughs> Nobody would have seen the Twilight Zone. And uh, uh, did you read about what the original, like, what? No. You didn't read? Okay, because Rod not only was about to make this the pilot, but the inspiration, or I should say the original story of this, he butchered to death. And, yeah. Yep. Hmm. Pedro uh, grows up to be an astronaut, and he meets up with his uh, newfound friend again. Imagine, imagine that. <laughs> what are the coincidences? Um, yeah. That sounds uh, terrible. So, so instead of an outer space tale, Rod decided, outer space, Mexico, what's the difference? They're, <laughs> they're both out of there. They're both wacky. Getting the weird yeah. misadventures. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're both very far, far out and very close in. <laughs> uh, this episode's fucking stupid. Yes, it is. It's fucking stupid. It's it, so someone kills a guy, and then the sheriff makes the, the telegraph dude the little telegraph, and then Rod steps in from like the adult section at the video store, like behind some curtains, and he's like, does his little intro. And it, the the beginning just went on way too long. Just kept going and going. Oh, yeah. And they don't say anything. He's like, I shot at something in the dark, or or maybe. I think I hit it. Huh? What? We saw, we saw footprints in the dirt and some brush. And brush. Like, how'd you find a footprint in the brush? <laughs> I, I don't. None, none of it. And uh, I don't. Uh, can we just like, not? Can we just well, not talk about the episode? Hey. If it is a UFO or something, but it's metal and round, which <laughs> is it? Is it unidentified, or did you defy it? D- defy, unidentified, or defied, or or identified? We identified it. It's it's metal. It's round. It landed. So that's defined. So it's not and it's not flying anymore. So instead of an unidentified flying object, is now a defined landed object. <laughs> <laughs> 
Could have been like one of those uh, sand submarines. You don't know. The only redeeming quality, about, uh, according to Martin Zickery, was the massive amount of money they paid this, like, Grammy, like, award-winning Mexican playing guitarist they had come in to create the score for this fine episode. Yeah, uh, if you got to get something out of it. Yep. Replaying it? Yeah, it was me. Oh, okay. No, I just... To the oh, bar court. Okay. Well, Shame on you. Shame on mm-hmm. you. I it's one of those episodes I just hate everything about. Which is just the the whole scene here after the uh he, he sends the telegram and then it cuts back to the bar. The officer goes into the bar, talks to the bartender, who's like a big flat slob, looks like he's out of a Disney cartoon. And his little boy because he's an alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. He screams at the kid. He's like, this fucking kid sucks. He's a strange little boy. Where did he come from? Like, he's he's right so, there. Yeah. Fuck, he's slave labor cocksucker. Yeah. He's like, I don't, I, the kid that showed up, you think he's my blood? You think he's mine? Oh, gross. I have such great genes. Like, this is a fucking slob. He's a <laughs> mess. I mean, you know, uh, I just found the boy. He's not mine, so I put him to work. <laughs> yeah. I'm a great guy. Child labor and all. I gave him a job. He's three, but whatever. <laughs> what the fuck ever? I, 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 are you supposed to be thinking the whole time that this fucking kid's an alien too because he's all weird? They, dude, it couldn't have been, it couldn't have been any more on the nose that they either Rod was heading in that direction and decide to take a sharp left turn at the end and not go with it, or... They just wanted to mess with you to make you think that, and that was the reason I couldn't figure that out. Yeah, because he yells, the bartender yells at him, he's a strange little boy, where did he come from? Pretty big setup. Yeah, right in the middle of they're looking for something that came out of the UFO that walked through dirt and brush, the brush. Possibly the, the kid's parent showing up to collect his kid back? I don't know. I don't no, think aliens, aliens don't think too kindly of uh, slave labor for their children. You might be able to think that, but until you meet the actual quote, quote, alien, he's definitely not his blood. Uh, possibly <laughs> not. Well, he's an alien. Could be his uh, white skin suit. Can I just throw out the Mark Zickery quote, please? Sure. Just prefaces. The gift is no gift to the fans of the Twilight Zone. However... It is pretentious, stereotypical, and insulting, particularly to anyone of Mexican heritage. <laughs> it is. It's it's fucking stupid. It's way over the top. It's it's like you said, offensive. Really, it's it's racist as hell. Is what it is. Mexicans are uh, native superstitious, and, and they don't know they don't know anything, so they react to it with violence. Yeah, that's what he goes. With the exception of Pedro, the doctor, and a blind guitar player, Vladimir Sokolov. <laughs> that's the name of the guitarist. Yep. Vladimir Sokolov. Very Mexican sounding. All the people in the village are presented as superstitious, fearful peasants who prefer to see the alien 
as an agent of the devil rather than as a friendly emissary from beyond the stars. The gift has a guitar score composed and performed by Lorindo Almedia, one of the great classical guitarists, and that's about all it has to recommend it. So the the, chi- the, oh, the Vladimir the chi- guy didn't play the guitar; they had someone else. Yeah, yeah. They they hired um, a Russian to play the guitarist in the in the TV show, but the guy who actually you know recorded the guitar. Well, he he was actually Mexican. Oh. So at least they, right? uh, the, uh, um, the child playing Pedro is a beautiful child, but uh, uh, that's kind of weird to write down in words. No, it's fine. It's yeah. fine, Frank. He's a he's a beautiful okay. child. He, he is a sexy bitch. Oh. So you know, where, the, you, where did he the, come the, from? Oh, I know where he's going. Now. Pedro is just a very nice boy, <laughs> but as Buck Houghton freely admits. He couldn't act at all. <laughs> As the alien Joffrey Horn doesn't do much better, delivering his lines as though he wished he were serving tables somewhere instead. Yep. Yep. That no sums that. Just, all right. So next week. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Okay. No. Yeah, right. You're about to just. Yep. Right on. Yeah, I, well, the rest of it's like a, the creepy blind man who's apparently Russian plays a guitar. Uh, a stranger walks in looking for wine. The, the bartender is immediately terrified of him, despite being twice his size. But with good reason, because the bartender goes to flee to tell the uh, uh, sheriff, and then the, the, the wounded guy smashes the bottle over the bartender's head and then immediately passes out. And instead of taking him to jail or the hospital, they put him in the back room of the bar, and, and the doctor stitches him up, removes the bullet, and then explains the man to everybody, like, he's fine. He just came in here. He got scared. I was like, what the fuck's going and on? The doctor could not figure out if he was going to be white or Mexican. Nope. Or, or a white guy in Mexico, and when he talks, will I have a... a, a uh, accents speaking English like my first language is Mexican or will I just talk like a normal white guy? I think it was, you're, you're a Hispanic actor. Can you just talk uh, kind of with an accent every once in a while to not scare off these white folks that watch this show in the 60s? We don't want to scare what? them off. The doctor wasn't white? His name is Nico Mar- Minardo's. Oh, uh, well, yeah, I mean, black and white. I couldn't tell if he had a tan or not. But, I mean, he sounded white and looked white to me. He was not. But I think that's the reason. I really do. It, reason for what? That's why he kind of had an accent sometimes. I think they're like, you need to not have an accent the whole time. But enough to sell the story, but not scare off the, the pretty, pretty white folk. He, he, he just couldn't make a decision. Like, which is it? What are you? Which is it? Pick one, please. Yeah, and then he gets, he comes back out and the, he gets mad at the bartender for the bartender telling the sheriff about the man. And then he, he admits it was him, the, the guy. And I'm like, the fucking, the guy just smashed a bottle over a guy's head, uh, killed the cop. And you're like, you fucking Judas. Talking to the bartender. And I'm like, what the fuck? God, I uh, hate you. That was so, that was. Oh, I think I have that. Wait, wait. Here it is. Um, Yeah, I have that. It is just so... Forced? 
Oh, is it ever? Um, really has a punks a bunch oh. of fucking message right. in this. Um, hold on. Yeah. Uh, mm. Mm, yeah. Mm, yeah. The way I labeled, I, I didn't know what to label them. They were also like, I went fat guy yells a kid, old man, and then I went, um, yeah, the alien shows up, I guess. <laughs> I'll do that one. Hey. Are you still open? I thought perhaps I could have some wine. I am an actor. Why isn't he asked for water? Ian, please sit down, sir. I will get you wine. Oh, yes, from Mexico. Close now, no longer serving. There is a curfew. Is this not true, Doctor? Is there not a curfew on? I won't stay but a moment. Just long enough for a drink of wine. Pilgrim. I, I'm ill, I think. I promise you, I won't stay. So bad. Please. This bullet's got me feeling bad. <laughs> oh, bullet, yeah. bullet took away my acting talent. <laughs> I know. And then, yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. I, I, I think this is the please, please thing. Give me no choice. Yeah, he hit him. I must explain. Please. Oh, my God. Please. Listen to me for a moment. I tried to explain before to that policeman or soldier or whoever it was. I tried to tell him that I came in peace. He wanted to kill me. I tried to get the gun away from him, and it went off against his body. And then the man who came afterwards kept firing at me, please, please, please. Please, Frank, please, please. Please, please, please don't play anymore, I know. Well, I think it's time for a, uh, a commercial break. Sure, It'll be the I, best part of this episode. I think we're there. I don't, I don't remember this because I did it last week, so we'll find out. Rod Serling, creator of The Twilight Zone, will tell you about next week's story after this word from our alternate sponsor. Este episodio de LAW The Twilight Zone Review es presentado por un español pobre de un gringo. All right, apparently I did in Spanish. What'd you say? I don't remember. I have to translate it. <laughs> oh, I thought you... Yeah, you, know, you actually knew what you said there. I did last week, but it's gone now. I think I said this episode is in Spanish. Is is in poor Spanish written by some gringo, something like that. I I got the gringo. Of the yeah. Part. Well, I mean, well, it'd be weird if I said it without it. It's true. It's true. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I. By the way, I found the part you're talking about, the Judas part. Okay. Okay. At your baptism, they forgot to give you a proper name. Hey, what would that be, Doctor? That would be Judas, Manolo. Okay. 
I just want to back. Okay. At your baptism, they forgot to give you a proper name. At your baptism, they forgot to give you a proper name. That's white guy. Right there. Right? And what would that be, doctor? And now? That would be Judas, Manolo. At least you get some guitar in there I'm not used to. I mean, not for nothing, the guitar playing was really good. Yeah, that's about all you have. Can we, just, uh, can we just push through? Let's just get it over. Okay, um, let me see. Um, no more clips. The worst scene ever. Oh, God. The stars? Um, beyond the stars, Pedro. For a reason? For many reasons. And this thing you've given me? Just a gift. A gesture, really. A small gift to show them that I came as a visitor, not an invader. I must get back to my ship, Pedro. See if I can repair it. And then I must leave. For good, senor? For good and all? No, Pedro. There's no such thing as for good and all. There's only forever. Oh! I will come back someday. <laughs> Enough. Enough, Rod. We are from a circle. The same God, Pedro. Oh, God. I wonder. What? If God were to come... <laughs> I gotta stop talking when I record these things. <laughs> this thing's putting me to sleep. Dude, when, when, <sighs> I, when I was recording that, and I'm like... Like, when he goes, not for good and all. There is no such thing. It's just forever. And I was just like, oh... God, Rod, enough with these so heavy, ham-handed bullshit. Buttons. The same God. Oh, my goodness. Not just beyond, what was it, what was it? Not just out there, just beyond the stars, or not, something like that at the beginning. Up Fucking stupid. In the stars, senor? No, Pedro. Because everybody knows to say Pedro is Pedro. It's Pedro. <sighs> Fucking Pedro. Can I... Pedro. They, the, the, the guy, this, this alien that shows up, already killed a cop, knocked out a fucking bartender with a bottle. Very brutal. Could have killed him. And then they're like, yep, let's go ahead and leave the child alone with a superhuman murderer who's healing at a, a, a normal rate. Instead of water bringing him booze. Let's just do that. Let's just leave the fucking kid alone. Fuck this kid. It's like the, the whole village is trying to kill this kid. Apparently, because they're they're all cool with the bartender being his legal guardian. Yeah. <laughs> the town's a complicit in his child molestation. I don't know how they do it down south of the border or anything, but north of the border, down Mexico way. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, uh, viva la. Um, viva, 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 viva. Can't, you can't say that word anymore. Can we do that episode again? <laughs> that was a, a do, less offensive version. Can we do a redux of that? Can it just be us doing the Viva for, like, overlapping? Viva, Viva. Viva, Viva, Viva. Yeah, dude, I think, wait, one, two, three, four. I have six recordings for this entire episode. I don't want to do it anymore. That's the outro. It doesn't deserve any more. Intro. Okay, so let me see here. No um, more. It doesn't um, deserve them. Here we go. 
God damn it, Frank. I come in peace. So then the army arrives, and then, uh... Bang, bang. They shoot Ezra, him. the gift. Show them the gift. Give it to the doctor. He will explain it to them. Destroy it. It's, it's like a Russian word. accent, it's my lady. The it's the devil's word. It's the devil's word. Did you do it? What am I watching? Pedro! What am I watching? Look out for the boy! Somebody stop him! He's attacking the boy! He's going after the boy! Somebody stop him! <coughs> for once, they give a shit about the kid. Please tell me you can window. Oh, boo. There was a window there. Yeah, perfect. All right, this is the end of it, everybody. Back to your homes. Clear these trees. Nothing to see here. <laughs> what was it, Doctor? Black magic. Something from Satan. Read <sighs> Greetings to the people of Earth. Become us friends and in peace. I'll bring you this gift. It's a cookbook. Following chemical formula is a vaccine. It's a vaccine against all forms of cancer. That's all there is. The rest have been burned. Not just killed the man. We'll kill the dream. And ten million people by now. <laughs> I'm like, the, yeah, you killed, a, you killed a dream and about 10 million people by now. The, and killing. The Good point, job. The point of this episode is really ruined because it, the whole point of this is they should have been calm and then reacted to the alien like uh, civilized humans because he wasn't here to hurt us. All that's ruined when you already had an episode where the humans did just that and the aliens proceeded to cook them. It was four episodes ago. Yes. What, it was... Mixed messages it, here, Rod. It was a dead other season. Okay, I'll give you. I'll give you that. Four episodes ago, you you do a one eighty. You make the alien the same height as us, and he's good. The other alien is fucking Lurch, <laughs> serial killer Lurch, and uh, and literally cannibal, cannibal, whatever. It's a cookbook. It's a cookbook. And that was great. Great episode. Yeah. But god damn. How how like is it's like LeBron James, right? But half the game he's LeBron James and half the game he's me out there. <laughs> what? I'm gonna figure what? that one out later. What? I'm gonna figure that one out later when I'm half awake. I'm like, what was Frank? Oh. And then I'll forget it. If I was on whatever team he's on now, um, you know, playing for them, I would suck really bad. But then the other half, I'm LeBron James, which I'm really great. Get it? That, that's that's Rod Serling in a nutshell. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah. The the army arrives before that, 
And then everyone proceeds to kiss their asses so fucking much. What do you mean? The army arrives, and they're just like, oh, how are you? I hope your trip was great. And he's like, oh, I, I caught him. I was the one that caught him. I, I, he's in my bar. Oh. I was like, what the fuck is happening? Like, the army gives out credits? What's going on? Oh, yeah. It was so weird, dude. Like, uh, I got that. Yeah. Ask your seek is inside, Captain. I, I, I have had them here for you. Oh, oh, oh it, it was me all along. I got them here for you, Captain. And he went, good, get out of my fucking way. Cool. <laughs> cool fat. story, bro. <laughs> and you can't even hold him there. I And then the, that clip that Frank played there, I can't even speak. It's the... Aliens trying to get away, the cops shoot him, or the the army shoots him a bunch, and then... It, How the, many gunshots? Twenty. The people are so fucking... It's so stupid. I fucking hate when people act like this. and Like, he's, he's from the devil! Like, oh, burn him! He's going after the child! It's like, God, it's so pathetic. He was, like, moving like... He's wounded. He got shot in the gut, and he's like slowly walking toward the kid. He's not even like 10 feet within the kid yet. And there's like, he's going after the child. That was our child to fuck up. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't, I mean, he had all the time in the world if he wanted to hurt the child, to hurt the child when you left him alone. Yep. But no, but now that the army's here, he takes one step and it's 20 shot overkill. And there was a window behind him. And he doesn't go out of it. What a waste. Perf- Just a waste of a window. A waste of a window. Way to go, Rod. Yeah. Come on. And shame on you, army man. After he gets done, he's like, huh. Anyway, if I were that doctor, I'd be like, you sack of shit. Look what you did. And really rub it in. I mean, you, you killed a dream. Like, okay. I didn't know the cure for cancer was a dream back then, but... It was Pedro's dream. He kills it. And he by the way, Pedro is not an alien. And so that was not the payoff. That should have been the twist. He's human. Uh. No, the twist was. But he's a Mexican. <laughs> like, oh, my God. What? I knew that. See what happens when you're real religious? You kill aliens with curious for cancer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black mm-hmm. magic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, we done? We good? Yep. Outro. Madero, Mexico. The present. The subject, fear. The cure, a little more faith. An RX office shelf. In the twilight zone. What? <laughs> Rod Serling, creator of the twilight. Oh, an RX? Like... Like medicine? The cure, a little more faith. An RX office shelf in the Twilight Zone. Oh, this, this episode sucked. Rod, sir. That was re- another recording of me talking while I'm recording, by the way. <laughs> I figured as much. Yeah. All right, yeah, next week. And now, Mr. Serling. Next week on The Twilight Zone, a return visit from an illustrious young actor, Cliff Robertson. He stars in one of the strangest tales we've got to throw at you. It's called The Dummy. And it involves a ventriloquist and a piece of painted wood, a unique slab of carved pine who decides that lap-sitting is for the birds 
and who takes things into his own wooden hands. Now, this one we recommend to the voice throwers across the land. We hope we see you then. Chesterfield King, extra length? Sure. And more. The only Chesterfield King gives you the wonderful taste of 21 great tobaccos. Try it back. I have no idea why the triapack was like in an echo chamber, but was like a what was like that noise going on the whole time? What do you mean? There was a whole noise in the background. It's weird, like he's running his a dehumidifier or something. I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. It, 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 it's just how lung? it recorded, I guess. Or <laughs> no, that's how it was. You know, I didn't do anything different. No, know? I'm not saying you did. It's something like. The actual That's original recording, like if you and if you hear like right at the end, it's like it's like try a pack. pack. <laughs> I think it's uh, the the Chesterfield guy's iron lung off camera. <laughs> oh God! Um, Rod did a bigger room episode. to keep you know wheelbarrowing his cash for advertising with fucking Chesterfield. Pretty much. Um, plugs. What's this? What's this be done? I don't want to be doing this anymore. Uh, <clears throat> Liw the teasy review on Twitter. Check it out. Find everything about me there, and RedDragonRadio.com also, and Patreon.com. Liwstudios.com, YouTube.com/slash/loiteringinwonderland, loiteringinwonderland at gmail.com, Patreon.com/slash/loiteringinwonderland studios. Go be a patron. Go patronize me. Yes. Wait. Speaking of which, we'd like to thank our uh, super deluxe ultra premium patron, patron, the Indie Sports Car Podcast. What's the Twitter handle again? At ISCP Podcast. We shouldn't keep our notes separate. We should, we should probably uh, double up, a, get them over to me. Hey, hey, when it was my first Twitter account, you remember it. <laughs> Goddamn right. Anyway, uh, until next time. In the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. Thank you for the gift, Rod. It sure was great. Yep. Thanks. Dildo.